0: most competitive guy I, I mean i would throw in michael jordan isaiah thomas oh yeah kobe bryant it's basketball it can't be you know you, you can't overthink it
1: hey everyone welcome in it's another edition of king and foster on nrm streamcast tom asaway in our studios in farmington terry uh in front of his uh beautiful backyard, wherever he is in Bloomfield somewhere, and Jimmy's out in Plano, Texas. He, he he's, uh, he's abandoned us here in Michigan, but we still love him. Anyway, welcome in, boys. Uh, you guys, uh, take it from the top. We left our last show talking about the most funded department, uh, and it happened to be the Department of Defense, and uh, Jimmy and Terry were uh, chatting about that. So, boys, uh, continue what you were, were chatting about.
2: So, what wow. I was thinking Ahead, you know what Ken. I was saying, okay. How 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 many billions
1: are in a trillion? A billion, right? A hundred. No,
0: a hundred. No, that that'd be a hundred billion. A thousand.
2: A thousand. Thank you. So you have a thousand billion, right, for one trillion, mm-hmm. right? How many trillions does the Department of Defense have? All right, we're not going to go there because that's a crazy number, and also. So when you look at it that way, you look at how like the politics ran and then you break it down and we think that 50 million or 5 million is a lot of money, it's not. So in that aspect, when you think about how influential we think we are or we can be in the scope of the big picture is not the case in my opinion. When you break it down monetarily or economically, we look who has the power control over where the monies go and how it's broken down. So that my point is is this that it's hard to uh, make an impact and and change the system if we don't have the the capable um, uh, uh, backing that others have. That's 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 what I'm trying to 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 flesh out. Is like how can we level the playing field knowing that the power and control is in certain people's hands. How do we level that playing field?
0: That's true. Let me let me let me let me ask if you if we took a little off the top from the military and maybe some other departments and we funded the money to create an equality commission or something like that, do you think we could all but eradicate prejudice, racism? No, uh, the opportunity the giving everyone an equality to do what they want. Could we ab- achieve no, that? It, it
1: we
2: have to start. I think it. Well, yes and no, because I think <laughs> it has to start. It has to start with education. I think it could start with the coalition or coalition or uh, um, organization that um, can then educate. Um, But then, you know, there are going to be some infiltrators in those organizations that will, you know, kind of give it a black eye destroy, you know, what the outcome or, or what the desired outcome of the platform was intended to be. Right. I think the other is about Black Lives Matter now, like Black Lives Matter, you know, on the surface. Yeah. (laughs) But then um, you look at who's actually funding the name or the organization. You have questions. Just like. You know, it's the same, you know, we we're who do we choose to work with and who we work f- ultimately work for too um but but again we're we're so entrenched in a system where again when you choose to do those type of things you step outside of that you can be easily choked out from not being able to eat from not have being able to get a job not being able to you know travel not be able to, provide for your family, you know? So that's the vicious cycle. You choose to either stand on your morals or get choked out by the system.
0: Right. Uh, And and the the other thing, uh, I've been watching the Republican convention a little bit. And here's what I want to know. Why Why are white people scared? (laughs) Because I I like to watch everything. I want to know what people are thinking. You know and what they think. The thing they're talking about is this fear. Like me and Jimmy going to come down uh, their streets with machetes and You guys are boogeymen, machetes. right? You guys are the boogeymen, and right? And kill yeah. people. What are white people afraid of? You got the best houses. You got jobs. If undesirables come in most of your neighborhoods, not all of you, you got a police force is going to kick them out. I mean. Let's face facts. Sometimes black people act a fool. But you know what? We do it in our own community. We know better than to go to the suburbs and try that stuff because then we would end up in a body bag. Not that I want that. Either, but I, I, I just want to know why are white scared? What do, they, what do they have to be afraid of?
2: I think it goes back to <clears throat> knowing the history of the horrible things that their forefathers did to our forefathers, and having the fear of the retaliation coming from that. Once that floodgate is proverbial, bleed open, um, then you know they think it will be open season on them, and it's and it's and it will be a, a a a race war, um, <clears throat> and a battle that you know um, a lot aren't really equipped to f- to, to, to fight. <clears throat> the reality is the term minority is um, is a social term that is is putting embedding into us, making us believe that we're the minority. the reality is is that we're the majority uh, when you look at the, the world and um, uh, its, its population. So you're not a minority, but 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 in the United States in this system, you're a minority, and so those are the cold War words. Those are the uh, the perpetual uh, um, indoctrination that um, the social media puts in place and entrenches on you, because we. We refer to ourselves as minority when that's incorrect, and also as citizens, which is also incorrect, but that's another topic for another
0: day. But do you want to avoid the race war, Caucasians? It's very simple, treat us with respect, give us equal opportunities. don't treat us like aliens, Uh, don't shoot us. We'll, we'll be equal opportunity let us be equals in this whole thing there will be no race war i guarantee it
2: now and absolutely absolutely too and and let's also keep this in perspective too that you know um although there it's happening at alarming rate it's 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 um it's more publicized because they want to also perpetuate the separation unless you think that for that one guy or that one bad cop who actually will have the nerve to do a horrible act, or to, or if it gets them on edge just enough to uh, respond negatively and take a life or harm someone, that's just enough for them to be justified and doing it again. But we're, but we're definitely sure that we're going to see uh, how it plays out on TV to make sure that they keep feeding that. Uh, despair and anger, and 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 then, you know, just to show how subjective it is, um, you know, you can literally post a video of a cop pulling over a white guy, and a and a white guy doing everything <clears throat> against the orders of the cop, with the, with his gun drawn. Run and chase the cop. The cop runs from the guy. The guy jumps in the cop car, takes off, right. and, rams, and rams the car. Like, come on! And he not it doesn't get shot. Get shot, not even tased. Not wow. even tased is yeah. my point. That was Pepper spray, anything. So, I, I got another clearly, one for you. There's clearly something uh, that is, you know. But, but that's why, you know, I can't – we're done being apologetic about it. It's been too long.
1: Was that a a, a, a rookie cop that he was chasing? Was it a cop that didn't know what she rookie. was doing?
2: <laughs> it doesn't matter if they don't know. I've seen rookie cop cops plug a whole bunch of black people. Man. Well, I, I got
0: another one for you. Uh, there's these videos. It's, it's a few times it's happened where there was uh, – and, uh, and one specifically, there is a – older white guy gun in a park with children in the park. He's waving this gun around. I'm going to shoot some people today. You know what the police did? They waited and got a SWAT team and waited and then strategically shot him in the stomach. So they did not kill him, but they brought him down. You know, if that had been a brother, he would have had 150 bullets then in his body. They
2: wouldn't call SWAT. It would have no. been that
0: same rookie
2: cop that was running from that white guy to plug him. They would call Barney Fife. And, and we would have, have been like, what see? Else. Look at, look. There you go. Justify, right? I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. this guy's running around waving a gun. Yeah, he's yeah. a threat to society. But we we see guys walking away, running away, <laughs> you know, they they have when they do have their information, pull them over, all types of stuff. I mean, I don't know. You know that black people
0: don't have we don't have second amendment right first second amendment rights because there's there's this group that did this test thing with a white guy carrying a rifle around, and the way the police act with him, they they, they always approach and say, hey, you know, what's going on with this, and he says, well, I have my Second Amendment rights, I can carry this around. They explain to him that it's dangerous, and blah, 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 be careful and everything, and so they let him keep his gun. Then they have a brother carrying around same thing, trying to say, well, this is my Second yeah. Amendment rights. They got my man on the ground, the weapon away from him, and kick his ass. <laughs> Treat us like you do. I don't mean to laugh
2: because it's not funny at all. I'm, this is the term where I really get it now. As a child, I didn't understand it. But I'm laughing from crying because it's ridiculous. It's total Ridiculousness! What you just said to me, Terry? <laughs> like it's it's totally insane. It's insanity. Do you hear me? It is. It's yeah. Incredible. It's incredible. So so <laughs> so they take his <laughs> rifle. <laughs> they take his rifle and they whoop him, right?
0: Yeah, and they, they just took said, it away and
2: they, and they got and they got from. Okay, now look, you got the man now, face face in his ass. This, this is why. this is why I always stay on this point. Now you that's why you gotta watch the constitution. That's why I said, all right, well, we really gotta have this topic for another day because you're really not a citizen. You gotta know what a citizen is. <laughs> and so they really enforce it and let you know when you're black that you're not a citizen. You're a property, you're told so, what to do, you are owned by the state. You're all owned by the state, but more
0: so when you're black because you're actually not human. We used to be three fifths of a man used to call us boy all the time. Fourteenth Amendment. Fourteenth do Amendment. Don't don't call uh, don't call uh, a brother a boy. That's an ass kicking. Okay, look.
2: See, look. <laughs> My mother just handed me this. Tamir Rice, 12 year old, killed by police while having a toy gun. Kyle Rittenhouse, 17 years old, with a full automatic weapon, shot and killed two people before walking in
1: front of police
0: who did not arrest him. That's the idiot the other night in
1: Kenosha. That's
0: the idiot the other night. Right. Okay, Jimmy, I'm gonna make you cry again. Do you know what that guy's being called? What? A hero, the a vigilante. Got, now he's been called a hero, brother. More than a, what he did was right. Uh, uh, he was trying to stop the disturbance and everything. That's mm. this dude is not a hero.
1: Will he, he go 20? to jail? Will he face? Will he face uh, murder charges? It, well, he murdered somebody better. Right. I'm just asking, do you think but he will dude, face murder charges?
0: Man, this dude walked by police, I know. Up, drove home, had half an hour chilling out, eating some
1: ice cream, whatever. Then they arrest him. I know, it's horrible. I, I and that's why I can't say a word. I'm and I'm not white. I'm Arab American. But I am white compared to you guys. So you guys look at me and say, hey, there's Whitey. There's Maz, Maz. is a Whitey. No,
0: no.
2: they you, brother. The oh. You know, there's levels in this, man. And see, this is what I was talking about. Let's not get it twisted here. Let's not get caught up in colorism. That's what they want us to do. Right. My brother is my brother. If it's my brother, we, we eat from the same. Able, and we have the same beliefs, amen. Right? And we want the same things. That's my brother and my sister. So, you could be black, yellow, red, orange, green, purple, doesn't matter. So, that's why I'm saying until we get to that point where we can look at our brown, white, yellow brothers, red brothers and sisters, okay, indigo, (laughs) purple brothers and sisters. And, and and then, you know, we can't really say that we're going to do the right things and move it forward in eradicating <clears throat> racism or colorism okay. or uh, classism or whatever.
1: So how does it we're work now, guys? About- how, how should have sports handled this better? I mean, we've talked about it before. you think they should have just walked out on all the sports – together baseball is probably has the least african americans of of the sports and hockey so basketball and football obviously have the most african americans baseball will probably be number 3 hockey obviously the least how do you think they all should have banded together and said we're not playing and do you think this would have helped going forward to heal to teach that's what i want to know jimmy
2: that's that's why I was saying that you have to get the top guys because you got to get the guys who are going to pull the economic chart. They 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 have to have an impact on the game. It can't be a bunch of guys that they could cut they that they could just you know throw something on them and and be like you know yeah good you know good written. It has to be the top players who um, they're going to listen to. So even if it's just a few from uh hockey and baseball that's a start because they're at least gonna turn a head or turn an ear or, or bat
1: an eye. I mean Mookie and, Betts, and Betts would be a guy I would throw out for baseball. Mookie Betts is a face absolutely of baseball. And again, I don't it doesn't have to be just
2: uh African Americans or black right. people. <laughs> you know, right. It could be Latin American, Latino, yep. you know, white. Uh um, it doesn't it doesn't matter as long as they believe in the cause and, um, you know, they want to want to have an impact and do something about the situation.
0: Let's set Mike Trout down for a whole year. How about that? You don't get Mike that's, Trout. <laughs> we get this up, cr- whole thing. That? It's, it's,
2: cool. it's, that's definitely going to pull a, a third of the, uh, the organization's ear. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. So if you're telling me if these guys all were you know, solid together and they all stopped playing ball right now as we speak, and that includes the NFL going forward as well, because in two weeks they're supposed to play ball for real. The Chiefs and the Texans supposed to play on Thursday night football. If the NFL would stop up and do something and say, we are not playing because of this, do you think that would make the difference?
2: Yes, we are impressing then at times. The, the, no one can, no one's willing to roll back on you at this point. That's why I'm saying you really have nothing to lose. What is going on? You really want change or you don't. Like, you're going to get your money, you're going to get paid, you're going to end up on the right side. But it just, obviously, you're concerned about the status quo. And if you're comfortable with that, then just say so and move out the way. We won't have time for fakers. Like that's the problem. Everybody's sitting around talking, looking at each other. And it's just like, all right, who's going to do what? We need guys who, who are just, you know, okay. There's only a few generals that are in the room, right? But you got a billion soldiers. We only need a couple of generals that, 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 that are willing to put their heads down as figureheads in the sporting industry to make this happen.
0: Terry? Yeah, Maz, I, I've i been an advocate the last couple of days of shutting it down. Yeah. And for this reason, um, if you have a fan base that continually uh, diminishes your thoughts, diminishes your anger, diminishes everything about that you believe in and says it's not important, why should you play for them? And when you have a fan base, when when they're a jur- in a jury, no matter what happens, they're going to acquit a police officer. Why play for them? Tell them the hell with them. And the other thing, if, correct me if I'm wrong, Jimmy. These NBA players, they already got paid because right. traditionally, in the NBA, you get paid for the regulars, You don't get paid for the playoffs. The only playoff money you get is if you advance through the yep. uh, through the rounds. Other than-
2: yeah, soon depending on how you get your payout, whether it's uh, nine months or 12 months or six months or whatever you make your, your payment arrangements for, yeah, the rest is bonus. These, these playoffs are bonus checks. And also, <clears throat> this is, again, it's unprecedented. I've never seen the league, or I don't remember a time when the league has uh, postponed players. Uh, salaries for uh, protests, particularly in the NBA. The NBA is one one league that's always been progressive that has always embraced change in, in um, these type of situations. So like for me and today, <clears throat> what's going on? And not to mention that they have an absorbent amount of money being paid. They they shouldn't even worry about that at this point. That's just my opinion.
1: Man, this is tough times we live in. This is times that we're going to look back in decades from now and look at 2020. Not only has COVID uh, hit us and changed us, but as we're looking at this, finally people standing up for what they believe in. I mean, this is, you can watch shows. I watched The Sopranos. I'm watching them for probably the 10th time now. And this is shot in 1999. I'm watching season two. It's 1999. And in one of the episodes, two of the episodes, there were uh, construction companies. And they were getting picketed by African Americans because they had the reverend there talking to them, trying to rile them up, trying to tell them, you have rights. We should be getting these jobs as well as these these guys. And I, I swear to God, man, that's 20 years ago that was shot. And we're still doing it now. And if you go back 20 years past that, you would see the same type of, of, of stuff on, on TV and movies as well. Nothing's changed. Nothing has changed. Like, I really, I have nothing to say to you guys. I Nothing's changed. I I, I don't yeah, know. Uh, I got let, nothing. Let,
0: let me tell you a story. I, I used to be a hanger with the Detroit Free Press. And uh, uh, one of the, they, all the pressmen were white. And uh, janitors and heavy cleaners were black. And, uh, I guess some of the they they used to have these meetings, and the pressman said, "How come there are no white guys uh, as heavy cleaners?" And one of them said, uh, "If we're going to bring some white boys in here, we're not going to have them working with these niggers. They're going to be pressmen like the rest of us." So that was that was what we had to deal with, and they told, told us talk to these guys because you're you just getting trouble. Well, I found a guy that said that, and uh, I approached him, and I said, first of all, I'm not a nigger. You're not better than me. That I'm going to be writing for this newspaper, and you're going to be reading me. And he laughed at me and said I was crazy and uppity and all this kind of stuff. But I said, watch, that day's going to happen, pal. But that that's what we had to deal with.
1: I'm sorry guys I don't even know what to say I got I got nothing man I mean eight, it's eight, life
2: mass mass it's nothing it's not it's not incumbent upon on you to apologize for anything you know what I'm saying that's my point you're a good person I know you're not like the ones who try to keep a uh, uh, a knee on your neck or 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 hold you down you know what I'm saying so it that's makes why me I'm sad saying. that's <clears throat>
1: all I'm, I'm very sad I'm sad to be oh, a human really? sometimes. Next life, I want to be a tree. I really do. I want to be a tree <laughs> in my next life. There's a, there's a dog a pee on you, man. You don't I don't care. That. I don't even give there's a, a damn. Be a big fat tree in the yard. Leave me alone.
0: Mads, the only thing I ask is uh, next time when COVID's done, we go and have a beer or. I can't wait, something.
1: Terry. You sit next to me, damn it. <laughs> you got it, brother. I got it. Hey, guys. Right. We're out of time, man, but. You know what? We're really not out of time, right? We got to keep keep on living. That's all I could say. And uh, stay healthy. Peace to everyone. More Have King fun. and Foster next time. All right, keep it going.
2: Yeah. Peace, Have a great weekend.
1: Have a great weekend, guys. Right. It's Tom Mazzaway for uh, Terry Foster and Jimmy King. Thanks to David B. Behind the glass here at NRM Streamcast. Take it easy, everyone.